We hope you are enjoying the old-time radio programs on the Radio Then.network podcast. You will find many biographies and audio clips from the past on our blog. www.radiothen.network Check it out and bookmark the blog which also indexes our podcasts. www.radiothen.network This session is for your National Guard. My name's Martin Block, and this week we're the guests of Lawrence Welk, listening to playbacks of his latest album, The Golden Millions. This is Guard Session, the tune was 16 Reasons, and you know, I could give you many, many more reasons than that for staying tuned for what follows, but suffice it to say that I'm sitting here with Lawrence Welk, television entrepreneur, recording artist supreme, and above all else, gentleman. Lawrence, the song we just heard sold over a million copies for Connie Stevens, which is in keeping with the theme of your newest album, but isn't it more closely associated with teenagers... I mean, how come you included this one in your Golden Million album? I thought it was a very good song. I did get into sort of a friendly argument with my producer and my musical supervisor when I wanted to do the song 16 Reasons by Connie Stevens. The fellas didn't think this song was quite as big, sold as many millions as some of the rest of them did. But I liked the song very much, and I liked her style. And then uh, Randy Wood liked it very much. So it just so happens that we won out in this case. Well, when the boss of the company and the boss of the band says 16 reasons, I think you only need two reasons, <laughs> and you had both of them. <laughs> of course, it goes a little further than that, uh, Mr. Welk. Uh, anyone in your position has to not only keep up with the trend, but has to look a little bit ahead. 
And while most of the songs in your albums are dedicated to the great girl singers are songs of yesteryear, we have to think a little bit about the songs that are popular today, the beat that's popular today, and this certainly comes into that category. Now let's talk a little bit about television. Everybody in the entertainment field has the hope that someday someone's going to tap him on the shoulder and say, we want you for television. Lawrence, how did you happen to get into television? Well, that's uh, very much the way it happened with us. We uh, were wishful thinking for many, many years, and it never happened to us. And then one time when we came to California many years ago, I believe it was 51, uh, they put us on a local station. And we uh, we did pretty well on this local station. We were with them for four or five years. Oh, is this just uh, your regular broadcast? Right. They picked mm -hmm. us up on the on the on the stage oh, at yeah. the Aragon Ballroom without oh. any rehearsals or anything. I see. Just very informally, but we managed to get a good rating out of the the show. And, of course, as you know so well, when you have a good rating, things seem to happen. That's right. And uh, then this happened to us. They uh, came in and uh, not only sponsored us locally, but they sponsored us on a coast-to-coast -coast basis. I, I would like to say that the, uh, at first they only put us on as a fill-in show for the 13 weeks through the summertime. Well, that's what they did with Mitch Miller, too. And it scared me to that when I looked at the rating. We only had a 7.2 rating, I believe, mm -hmm. in the first show. But before they had a chance to cancel us, <laughs> our, our rating went up to 9 points, and then to 11, then to 15, then to 19, and I think by the up to 30-something. And, and that did the trick for us. That did the trick, and that was the happy day, wasn't it? <laughs> it was really happy so, one. So, you know, if I ever heard a cue, that's it. A happy day. Uh, that's one of the uh, of the good songs that you had in your 10th anniversary album, I believe, wasn't it? That's right. That's really Larry Hooper's only hit, and it was a pretty good size hit when he had it. But it wasn't again. It wasn't out on stereo, so we decided to include it in this 10th mm -hmm. anniversary album. All right, then let's listen to it now in the Welk manner. Uh, one, uh, two. <laughs> Happy day. 
happy day. Oh, oh, oh lucky me. Oh, happy day. Sung by Larry Hooper, who originally recorded it. And if you'll pardon the obvious, a happy day it was for us when Lawrence Welk agreed to sit in with us here on guard station and talk about Larry Hooper and the Lennon sisters and Joe Feeney and all the other members of the Welk music family. Lawrence, how do you go about finding all this talent that you have on the show with you? I mean, uh, do you have regular auditions? Oh, we constantly keep our eyes and our ears open. We don't really have regular auditions, but what we do if some of our friends, some of our fans... Uh, send us names of someone that they would like us to hear. We, as a rule, ask them to send us a- along a little tape. Mm-hmm. And so th- thereby they get the foot in the door. And uh, every once in a while we discover Lennon sisters, you know, and uh, Pete Fountains and people like that. Well, I'll tell you, Mr. Welk, I think you've just let yourself in for more than you know, even more than you can bite off. Because with this show being heard on about Oh, well, over 2,500 stations. I'm sure there are a lot of people out there who have friends who they think belong with Lawrence Welk. You may have a deluge of tapes in the next few weeks. We may also get a better show out of it. You are so right. And you're going to listen to them, are you? Right, we certainly are. Well, I I, I don't envy your task. That sounds like an an around-the-clock job, which leads me very nicely into the subject of your Air National Guard. A group of dedicated men who are working around the clock to safeguard the security of the nation. Now, last year, the Air National Guard's jet fighter interceptors answered the scramble call more than 10,000 times. Checking out unidentified aircraft in the nation's air lanes is one way the Air Guard is meeting the challenge in every state of our country. Another is with the Air Guard's global fleet of stratofreighters and constellations which fly useful training missions carrying vital military cargo to bases across the Atlantic and Pacific, for example, at the rate of one big transport out over one of the oceans every single day. Air Guard tactical fighter elements fly long, non-stop journeys to perfect the modern techniques of air support of ground combat forces. Radar stations, communication networks, even satellite tracking involves highly skilled Air Guardsmen the most up-to-the-minute Minutemen in history. Make no mistake about it. The men of the National Guard are meeting the challenge. National defense is everybody's business, and this business is on a sounder footing because the National Guard is on the job. Get behind the Guard in your community. And now, Mr. Welk, I see by the sheet here that in your new album you've included a song popularized by one of my all-time favorite girl singers, Miss Jo Stafford. The song is You Belong to Me, and where Miss Stafford is concerned, I wish I did. If I remember correctly, this song was a big hit somewhere around 1952, and your album performance may very well bring it back again. How did you feel about the song? Well, I, uh, I like this song. It's been one of, my songs, uh, one of my favorite songs for many, many years, and I was so glad I had a chance to include it in this album. Well, we're going to take a listen to it right now.
We've been sitting in with Lawrence Welk listening to playbacks of tunes from his newest album and getting to know Mr. Welk off the cuff between takes. Larry, can we sit down again next week and continue? Martin, we certainly can. Fine. I'll bring the champagne. You bring the music. The combination's obvious. Until then, this is Martin Block reminding you that national defense is everybody's business, and this business is on a sounder footing because your National Guard is on the job. <laughs>